Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back here on the program, and it is my pleasure to welcome in Jake Wilbanks. He is with Special Kids, marketing specialist with uh, Special Kids. And Jake, first time that uh, I've had the opportunity to talk to you, but uh, good to have you here on the show. It's great to be in here today. Uh, I really appreciate any time we get to come on the airwaves and uh, talk about what we got going on. So refresh our memory. I always like to start out segments by, you know, giving you a chance. Everybody's got a, you know, uh, a one minute spill on this is what we do. So what is yours? Sure. Uh, Absolutely. So uh, Special Kids Therapy Nursing Center uh, is a nonprofit uh, organization right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, We are located over on East Main Street, really close to the MTSU campus. But um, what we do is uh, we are a Christ-centered, church-focused uh, organization taking care of kids and families that may have uh, special needs, um, and that, that covers a really wide um, array of children that are coming in. So a lot of what we're offering is uh, physical therapy, feeding therapy, uh, occupational therapy. Um, a lot of kids are coming in for feeding services. We have one building that's dedicated uh, just to those therapy services that we do, um, and then we also have a building that's set up uh, as our nursing center. That's actually our original building um, just down the road uh, that offers a lot more of our uh, services for the children that need more hands-on care. Um, a lot of those kids that are coming in are coming in, staying the whole day with us, um, and being treated there. So uh, we have been around the area for a little over two decades, um, but we are, like I said, uh, Christ-centered, uh, serving God's children and uh, taking care of them there. Is there a common misconception about special kids or or? People who say, you know, I didn't know you did this. I thought you you did this. Yeah, you know, you know um, obviously each child that we have come in is, has a different story. Each one of them has different needs whenever they come in and are treated. So um, they're all, you know, we're, we kind of pride ourselves on taking care of each child that comes in and sort of meeting them where they're at. Um, we were actually posting some stuff earlier this week about um, – sort of starting that process with children. We know a lot of the kids that we're seeing right now are, of course, kids that know us very well with uh, getting services back on track on campus. But, um, you know, a lot of times people don't really know what we do. Um, So we've encouraged a lot of people, especially this week, uh, to sort of go onto our website, find out sort of... um, maybe what their child needs. We have some stuff that's built on our website just for parents to go on, find out about um, maybe, you know, things that they uh, need to, you know, add to their skill set. So it may not be a condition or a disorder that a child may have, or it may just be something that, you know, if they're needing just some help with certain things, you know, speech therapy, things like that are things that we offer as well. Um, We're, you know, here to serve any child that comes in the door. Talk to me a little bit about what it was like in mid-March when everything changed. I mean, uh, obviously, the world changed. I mean, the the COVID-19 pandemic affected every single person. So how did that affect special kids? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, just to be perfectly honest with you, it was scary. I mean, it was scary for everybody. Uh, Just sort of finding themselves in a situation where, you know, you're either having to leave work and stay home more or, you know, just for 
you know, anybody. Um, it was a learning experience is probably the best way to describe it, um, to put it, you know, to say the least. Um, but obviously with the population that we serve um, and a lot of the children that we serve are obviously more medically vulnerable um, than others, um, especially those in our nursing center. Um, so we're really mindful of that. We're mindful of sort of um, the extra precautions that we need to go through. So obviously we got the call. It was literally just after our uh, special kids race that happens in uh, the first weekend in March. And we're so thankful uh, that we were able to get that in uh, and have as many as we had out there for that. And of course, right after that, we got the call to, okay, we're gonna step away from campus for a while. We're gonna you know, scale things back a little bit so we can figure this out. Uh, and we were able to return to campus in mid-May uh, is when we were able to go back and we started seeing kids again at the therapy center and now the nursing building as well. So. Um, it was a learning curve. Uh, yeah. We definitely, we spent all that time away from campus thinking about ways to, okay, well, how do we do this safely? How do we, you know, take these guidelines that we have from Tennessee and the CDC and all these other places and then take that another step further? And, you know, obviously at the heart of all of that was what do all of our kids do? I mean, what, what are the parents, guardians uh, of, of these kids how are they going to get through this? Because, it, you know, in, in many cases, special needs and things of that nature, uh, it made that even more challenging. So were you able to to help even during the, the lockdown? I mean, what are some of the things that you all were able to do there? Absolutely. And that's a lot of where uh, my role and a lot of our team from development sort of stepped in as well. Um, pretty much the second that we were sent home, um, I got into the process of connecting with some of our nursing staff, connecting with some of our therapy staff, and answering that question that you just uh, asked just then of, okay, well, what do we do in the meantime? Because we can't just send these people home and say, well, you can't come to our campus and good luck. You know, we couldn't just sort of send them home on their own. So a lot of the stuff that we did was I was really pushing for using the avenues of communication that we had, Facebook, obviously, uh, email communication, that sort of thing, reaching out to our parents uh, through the information that we had for them. Uh, we put on daily classes for them to have. So our nursing and therapy staff would go on uh, and they would do a lot of the um, typical classes that they would have on campus they did those over facebook live so those are really fun just something fun silly informative activities exercises uh studies for them to do over the internet uh, and then also we were uh, compiling a lot of family resources as well on our website uh, we created something it's still there uh, because obviously covid is something that we're still dealing with um, that's on our website we have a little covid 19 banner at the top of our website specialkidstn.com that's uh, got a lot of that info on there as well for families to find so basically just kind of just presenting those tools for parents that were kind of stuck at home and with their children that obviously need a lot of care. So uh, giving them the tools that they needed to continue succeeding at home. Yeah. Um, Jake Wilbanks joining us with special kids today. And, and as you said, things are open back up uh, to an extent, but we're, we're still dealing with it. And, you know, each day brings, uh, maybe one day brings optimism, the next day brings, eh, I don't know. So we're just kind of in that uh, particular phase uh, right now. But you were able to get in your uh, golf classic, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that and how that went. How? When was that? For sure. Uh, that was actually two weeks ago today. Uh, sure. Today or 
two Thursdays ago okay. uh, would have been the first day of that. We did that Thursday and Friday out at Indian Hills Golf Course over there on the south side of town. So um, that went really well. Uh, Golf Classic was really, really important to us because, as I said, you know, we come back to campus in the middle of May and we start thinking about events. You know, we start thinking about, you know, any nonprofit, any organization that's thinking about events right now, and I know there's plenty, um, you start thinking about, just like you said, you know, like one week you're like, okay, well, we can totally do this, and the next week things may change. So we started thinking about the best way to sort of, you know, put this on. And, and, you know, the Golf Classic is, of course, being a nonprofit, hugely important because that support, the the funds that we raise through teams, through donations, through uh, projects that we're doing through that are hugely important to that, are, that carry us through the end of the year. So we were, to put it lightly, overwhelmed um, by the response that we got. Uh, we had close to 29 teams each day of the tournament. So 29 on Thursday, 29 on Friday, uh, plus one or two that I may be missing. Um, but that is close to our record. Uh, last year, we actually set our record for the highest turnout for the golf tournament and we were close to topping that this year so that's huge people really took to the uh, social distancing recommendations we staggered some tea times throughout the day did some box lunches we recorded the video the uh, we taped the record um, sorry taped the results at the end of the day uh, and put those out for people to find on youtube so it's a little different but um, we, we worked through it you know, I've heard from a lot of folks that our area golf courses have done a really great job in Indian Hills being in that of uh, just really having great ways to socially distance and, and you know, you, you don't have to touch a soul and be able to go out there and, and, and golf and enjoy that. So glad that uh, you were able to do that. And I know that it, it is tough for nonprofits in this in this COVID-19 world right now to know how to handle things. And that leads me into banquet. Let's talk a little bit about the banquet. What are your plans there? What can you tell us? For sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, banquets, another thing, you know, if we're talking about events that help us out throughout the year and sort of give us that, you know, of course we're able to do what we do because of our supporters. And we're so thankful for, uh, everything, uh, that they have done to back us through this entire experience um, and support us and see us through all this. We've just been, it's incredible uh, to see what this community has done to help us. And we're kind of looking to those same people um, as we go through. It's, it's really tough to believe that we're facing the the second half of this year already. But one of the things that we're looking at uh, probably next coming up is the special kids banquet. Uh, and normally that's, of course, been something that we've held in person, uh, but this is not a normal situation. So uh, that is something that we're planning to hold virtually this year. Uh, and virtual is a word a lot of people have gotten used to here the last couple of months, but um, that's going to be something that we are holding virtually. Um, that's going to be on Thursday, September 3rd. Um, we are going to, that's going to be the Thursday right before Labor Day weekend. Um, we are going to do that virtually, of course, so there's not really a location <laughs> set for it. It's, I guess it's wherever you're at. So people will be able to pull that up um, on their TV, on their computer, wherever they're at. Um, we are still working through a couple of the details to confirm a couple things. Um, but, of course, we know that will be online. Uh, we're still planning to have an online auction. We're still planning to have a program for people. Um, to enjoy from comfort of their own home. So it's going to be a little bit different, but uh, people can still support that. We will have um, RSVPs, 
sponsorship opportunities, all that good stuff going out really, really soon uh, for people to find out more about that. But um, that's sort of the next thing on the horizon for us. Well, um, Jake, we've got about a minute or so left here. Anything else you'd like to share that's going on with special kids? Yeah, I just want to just reiterate again uh, to anybody that's listening, if this is maybe the first time you're hearing about special kids or if you're one of our supporters, if maybe you've run in the race or if you golfed with us a couple weeks ago or, or whatever, we really uh we really do appreciate it um we we thank you so much for your support and uh it's good to be able to give a little snapshot from our campus Um, we've really been focusing on minimizing the impact of uh what we can of this virus or and uh and reducing that and um also just putting the health and safety of everybody first as, as everybody is. But um, again, we're so thankful for everybody's support. Uh, if you'll want to go to specialkidstn.com, find out about what we're doing, what we're doing to uh, still help our families through this. And again, we really do appreciate it. You know, one thing that I have learned, that, that there were there were things that I took for granted, you know, and, and having kids on campus is, you know, and, and, you know, you'll probably never take that for granted again. So yeah. the, hearing those voices, it's it's pretty special there. Absolutely. So. Well, Jake, uh, thanks again for coming in. And we, we gave websites and, and things of that nature. Is that the best way, specialkidstn.org? Sure. Uh, it's specialkidstn.com, and there Com. you can find out about uh, when we're open. Of course, like I said, and I know we're up against it, uh, Therapy Center is open five days a week. Nursing Center is currently open four days a week, Monday through Thursday, but specialkidstn.com. It's got all of our info that you need uh, laid out all there for you. Couldn't remember .com, .org, all of those. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. You know, .net never comes through my head anymore, <laughs> but uh, Jake, I appreciate it. Uh, come by anytime and share the word about special kids. Absolutely. Thank you. That's uh, Jake Wilbanks joining us from the uh, our friends at Special Kids. If you miss any part of this program here this morning, came in a little late, check out WGNSRadio.com and select podcast, then slip down to Rutherford Issues. Have a good day.